Spice One has been killing it for years, released his first album in 92, and has continued releasing music till this day. He just dropped his latest album, Platinum OG, and with that, I want to welcome him to the library with Tim Monica. Spice One, thanks for joining me, man. What's going on, pimping? What's happening with you, man? Sheets on her body, face wet from her mom's tears. She couldn't have been over four or five. And if mommy wasn't based, she would still be alive. But now yeah, no, thanks. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an honor to uh, talk to you. Um, because what's interesting is that, you know, I was fifth fifth grader in like Washington Heights, uh, New York, growing up, and you know, obviously consuming all this music with uh, a cassette, you know, cassette tape. And um, even though it wasn't your music, I remember my grandma. Uh, buying me, uh, you know, a bootleg NWA tape uh, as a kid, uh, and then her asking, "What does NWA mean?" And my and my brother quickly said, uh, "Nice with attitude." Uh, so we uh, we played it off pretty well. Um, but you know, so so it's, for me, it's I I like to know what's like what's happening at the time. I mean, uh, you know, me being yeah. fifth grade, you know, sixth grade, of course, East Coast, so. Um, you know, I, for me, West Coast wasn't as prevalent in that way, but, you know, obviously there was a movement happening in the West Coast. Uh, so when you right. kind of came on the scene, uh, what was, what was the, the West Coast hip hop culture like? Uh, what were you listening to? What was those influences early on for you in your career? Um, but, uh, I was, I was listening to mostly, um, you know, <laughs> Like NWA, you know what I'm saying? I was, um, you know, I was a big Easy E fan, you know, um, so I loved all his music and, um, you know, uh, cause, cause I had actually opened up for him when I was 16, you know, I was, I was just, you know, I was a kid, so I was, I was tripping just because I had seen them and the energy that I got from them, just being around them, you know, catapulted me into, into thinking, of, you know, I was invincible as far as when it came to that microphone, you know. Um, so, I mean, I was listening to them, and I was listening to KRS-One. Um, uh, man, uh, Boogie Down Productions was like, man, like, I, that's where I got the reggae, you know, feel from. And, and, and then DOC, you know, he came in and, 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 and you know, kind of certified it that I should do the reggae when I started listening to him. Like, yeah, you know, so a lot of this, a lot of, the, uh, you know, Too Short was, was so you know, I listened to him, um, but um, you know, I kind of you know got a. It was crazy because you know we from the same place, and and um, you know I, I feel I, we had some of the same views on a lot of things like the ghetto and stuff mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, um, my influence. I had a lot of influence from the east and and from the west. I had Run DMC on my on my wall, <laughs> and 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 LL Cool J on my wall. You know, just like everybody else, and um, you know, it, it was uh, it, it was cool to to actually meet these guys and, and um, you know, talk to them. When you just you know you mentioned you opened up for Easy E um, at the age of sixteen, were you was that a time where you actually were able to have maybe a, even a conversation with him at the time and if there was what was like kind of your biggest takeaway from that well um the conversation you know it, between me and, and nwa it, 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 with the 16 year old spice one was was like more like really um kind of really uh i don't know like real kind of like wicked, you know, because I, I I was just I was just walking in circles, going, I'm gonna be the shit when I I'm telling you I'm gonna be the shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and they was 
just looking at me like this little motherfucker crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, um, and I, and I talked to them, you know, um, they told them I liked their music and stuff like that, but I just kept on telling them I wanted them to watch me when I went out there because, you know, I wanted, you know, I was kind of showing off for them. Right. I wanted them to see me get down, you know. Um, and when I went out there, I tore that shit down. You know, I rocked that shit real, <laughs> real tough. Like, you know, the whole crowd was screaming. I had that shit going on. And I came back, and I was like, I told you the motherfuckers on me. I'm, I'm rocking this shit. I'm rocking this shit. So, you know, um, and, and a few years later, I seen uh, Dr. Dre, and, and I, I talked to him. And, you know, I was like, y'all remember? I was like, you remember? I was like, you remember me and shit? <laughs> <laughs> And I had my album out, you know, my my new album was out. It was, it was you know, uh, number one on Billboard and everything. I was like, man, that was me that was performing, that opened up for y'all when y'all came to, to Oakland. And he was like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, crazy, man, That's, real crazy. Uh, turning to you, you know, turning to your uh, the new album, um, you know, you have uh, Easy talking uh, about Studio Gangsters on the track, Studio Gangsters. Let me see. First of all, I want to start off with uh, those Studio Gangsters out there. No, talking. no, wait, wait. What's the what's the? I just I just want to define it for middle America. A studio gangster. It's somebody that's not real. They go in the studio and all of a sudden become hard when they used to do dance music. Okay. You know, I'll tell you about it a little later. Okay. Okay. I don't believe nothing they say anyway. Yeah. Talking about I ganked them for whatever and all that so. Don't ever believe everything you hear. And you and you just yeah. talked about okay. the importance of you know easy on your career. Um, we kind of we return to today. We kind of talk about. It, I feel like the the idea of studio gangsters is 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 a little more prevalent today because hip hop, you know, is the most popular genre music out there. So people, you know, see a style and they copy that. And, and there's no there doesn't have to be legitimacy behind the style they're copying. You know. Um, yeah, and they don't even know where it came from and shit. So, yeah, so why, 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 why today? Like, what's the importance for you to kind of call people out on uh, being quote unquote, you know, real gangsters versus studio gangsters? Well, the important is the real importance is you know their their lives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, they walk around talking that shit, you know, and talking about this and I'm I'm this and I'm that and I'm connected to these motherfuckers and I'm a blood, you know, and I'm a crip and I'm this and that, but I'm I'm, I'm super super crip gangster rapper or super blood gangster rapper, and and and, and they ain't really had no taste of, of blood. They don't mm. really they ain't really seen brains on the concrete. You know what I'm saying? And, or, or maybe they have and they and they think it's really nothing when it really is. You know, it's it's a lot of things that they have to learn before they walk around talking about they OGs. I thought I was an OG when I was 23. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, it's still a lot to learn, and that's what they need to learn, you know, as far as, as youngsters, you know, um, as far as being, you know, saying that, that they, you know, walking around and, you know, flashing their money and shit like that. You know, that was how they got killed back in my day. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get your head knocked off doing that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying, and, and 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 that's what's happening. You know, it's 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 not a game. Right. You know, motherfuckers walk around flashing money like that. You know, like they got cash on them all the time. You know, um, money ain't shit because you could lose that shit in the tussle if you walk around with cash. Right. You gotta you gotta have heart and have muscle to walk around like that. 
with you all the time. You got to have heart. You got to have muscle. Walk around with you all the time if you're going to have cash on you like that. You can't just be slipping, riding around like that, man. You ain't the hard. You know, it's, it's a lot of shit they don't understand. Like, basically, their lives. When they, you know right. what I'm saying? That's, that's the importance of them recognizing um, um, what, what they're actually saying and doing and, and, and being and getting involved in. I mean, I used to I used to produce uh, uh, Ice T's podcast, uh, and a lot of stuff he would talk about would be he doesn't understand people on social media, or whatever, flashing bills or flashing where they're going or where they're coming from because it's like because it's like you're just telling people where you are or telling people you're not home, so they're gonna go rob your house <laughs> while you're at this party, uh, or you're just telling exactly. people you have all this money, yeah, and then they're just looking out and they're gonna go come find you and try to you know rob you as well, but. Um, Yes, yeah, that shit is crazy. Like, like you know, it's like like Tupac's song. We we are not hard to find mm. as as rap artists. You know, we're not hard to find. You can you can catch me at one of my shows. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be uh, broadcasting it on on everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Nigga got beef with me. I'm not hard to find. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes it a lot more dangerous as far as being an artist. If you got beef with anybody or if you, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 but if you the type of cat that meets shit head on, if you a head up, straight up type dude, you know, you just going to be yourself regardless of whatever go down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, but at the same time, you got to recognize what's going on though. You know what I'm saying? You got you got to realize what's happening. You know, everybody is watching you. Every time you make a move, you know, I'm on there smashing motherfuckers, talking shit. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I might be standing in front of my house and shit. I got to move back so motherfucker don't see my address. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm talking hella shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here, you know, uh, but I can't, you know, I, I can't help who I am. And, and and like I say, you know, what what the, what the, what the fuck is an OG supposed to do? You know. I'm supposed to sit back and not say nothing and not check motherfuckers when they out of pocket. No, I can't do that. It's not in my nature. I'm an OG by nature. I can't just sit back and just let motherfuckers do dumb shit. I'm going to say something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm Uncle Spice. <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, in, in Studio Gangsters, you spit, uh, I've done conquered all my demons, been broke, paid, lied to bitch, and even cheated, taken advantage of with no food in my belly. What are you kind of, what, what, what events are you referring to that kind of, you know, had you say these words and and what were the what were the lessons that you learned from them i mean well it was times where where you know um even i was you know um down and not down but not out you know what i'm saying i might we will i might wobble but i won't fall down so you know uh life bring you life brings you changes and, and obstacles and sometimes you get caught up and uh it's been times where i didn't have a dime and you know i'm sleeping on somebody's couch and you know and then the next thing you know i'm sitting on 30 30 and 40 grand and and i'm i got my own spot and i and i've got my new car and i'm, I'm pushing I'm, I'm making it happen and you know, it's just life's got a lot of ups and downs, and for for me to get past them um, through all these years and go through up and down and up and down and up and down, uh, motherfuckers got to learn something from from looking at me, from just watching me. You know, um, thirty years later, I'm dropping platinum OG. About to do a world tour, right. you know what I'm saying. So I mean, you know, your life ain't never over. You got to keep pushing. I done been through a lot. You just got to keep going, and whatever happens, you got to keep on. Got to just got to keep going. You know, until until you six feet deep, till your heart stop beating, till you till you stop breathing, till your lungs stop working. You got to keep pushing, and to be that person that you that you're trying to be. Like when you look in the mirror. 
How do you, what's, what's amazing that you look at your discography and, you know, you, like you said, you dropped in 92 and you, I think you have like 14 albums, a platinum OG, I think being the 14th. Uh, how do you, how do you just keep creating this content and what, where are you, I mean, where are you drawing this inspiration from? And then also, how do you have time to write, <laughs> you know, so much? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, sometimes I write on the spot. Sometimes I might freestyle some shit, you know. It's been over the years since I perfected my craft so much. You know, it's easy for me to actually perform and do my, my work and my music. Um, sometimes I get backed up in doing material, but that's because I got so much uh, things to do, and I like to take advantage of opportunities. But, um, you know, throughout, through all of these years, I've just been... I just been you know, um, just working, man, you know, uh, in, the, in the new albums, um, Platinum OG uh, is like, you know, it's like a more of, of something that my fans, they've been, they've been asking for. You know what I'm mm. saying? So that's why, you know, they've been asking for this shit for years. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you know, would somebody please come out and do some regular shit? You know, somebody please come out and do some old school West Coast sounding shit, you know, um, all eyes on me, uh, chronic sounding type shit. And I'm like, you know, well, hey, you know, Ryan, you know, my my guys over here at LD Entertainment and, and my 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 guy Northside Outlaw, um, you know, they call me and they like, man, come out there and and let's get it in, you know. Mm-hmm. So I go out there and listen to the music, and um, you know, man, it's we it's just from there on, man. I think like for the next four or five days, I was just in there recording. I don't even think I went back to the room. I I was sleeping in the in the studio, shit, we was knocking knocking songs down, Hennessy and weed everywhere, and <laughs> it was just going down, shit. Do you remember the first the, the first track you wrote for the song, or the first beat you heard? The first track you wrote for the album, and then the first beat you heard that kind of, you know, made you say, "All right, this made sense. This is this is this is what this is this this album's gonna be legit." Well, it was the, the, actually the first track because um, I don't know, but I had it in my head, and, it, and the song was was say it with your chest, you know, and I'm like, you know, I kept, you know, um, that, that it kept going through my head, uh, say it with your chest, and I was like, man, we gotta, I gotta do a song, you know, and I heard that beat, and I was saying it to myself, you know, say it with your chest, say it, and I'm like, let me go get, get the real, uh, voice and, and put this fool on here, and, uh, and then when I heard the hook, it was like, you know, my kids even asked me what was the funnest song I did, and it was Say It With Your Chest, because I actually had so much fun doing it. Like, you know, you got something to say to me? Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. You know, that was, like, fun to me to hear my, you know, to hear that come back in after that shit. Mm. Um, little short comedian dude. What's the food name? Uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart. You know, you know me, I... My ass smoked so much weed, I forget anything. <laughs> shit. Uh, Kevin Hart, yeah, Kevin Hart, motherfucking ass. This thing. all I had to do was hear his him say "Say it with your chest" a few times, and I, I laughed and shit. I couldn't. I laughed even trying to do the song. That was fun. <laughs> uh, doing what players do features uh, Too Short, The Late Pimp C, and Lee Royale. Oh, uh, Pimp C is such you know has been such a staple and has impacted I think a lot of a lot of MCs. Uh, and obviously died far too young. Uh, what was the first track you heard by Pimp C, and what what do you think the culture lost when he passed away? Man, they lost. Uh, they lost first. Um, the first track I heard from him was um, uh, 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 the one from the one on on Menace's Society soundtrack. Um, 
that we that we first you know because we first came into the game together. So it was like you know when I, I met them, it was it was it was that song I heard, uh, "Pocket Full of Stones." Okay, now when I heard that, I was like, okay, they sound like some cats I, I kick it with, some niggas I hang out with, you know what I'm saying? But they were from Texas, so. You know, them being from Texas was like hella cool because, you know, sometimes if a motherfucker from the deep, deep, deep part of Texas, you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> but every time they, they, they talk, you know, they, they'll be around me and my California niggas and shit, and I'll be like, oh, he said, uh, pass him the blunt or something, you know, because sometimes they, they accent be so deep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but, you know, and, uh, I mean, what the game is missing from Pimp C not being here is, is a lot, man. Like, real realism. Like, you know, that outspoken, um, but, 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 but real shit. Right. You can't really, you know, a lot of these rappers out here, these new cats, whatever they think they outspoken, but they ain't saying no real shit. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with being outspoken, but say some real shit. It's right. gonna be outspoken. So I mean, you know, Pac would say some real shit. You know, he was like, he was a lot of really outspoken. Pimp C, he is, whatever he he is, he'll speak his fucking mind, but it'll be some real shit that everybody else kind of scared to say and shit. <laughs> you know, Pimp to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So they they missing that that part of the game from like niggas like Tupac and Pimp C. You know, just from you know keeping shit real, real and concrete to the to the to the uh, you know to the ground and shit. You know, mm. keeping their feet planted on what's real and what's fake out here you know oh you know there's so much of you know i i you know i, I hear east coast hip-hop a lot because i'm in new york but what is uh and it's obviously changed or the, the majority of it or the mainstream has changed a lot in terms of sound uh in the west coast what what how has this how has that the sound changed for you since i mean since you dropped in 92 what's the kind of what's the major difference you're hearing uh in the west coast well, we don't have a, it's like, um, we don't have a sound anymore. The only West Coast sound is the old school West Coast sound. Mm. You know, um, they, they, everything sounds the same, you know, um, the same flow, the, you know, rolling the kick in the heart, rolling the car, hitting up with the switches. I be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The same shit. Right. Everybody does that same fucking flow. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's not, you know. So, you know, if after a while, you can't tell nobody from anybody. So, mm. so I mean, now, that's why I kind of like Platinum OG like that, because, you know, it's, it's completely different right? Uh, um, from what's going on. Um, that's, 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 that's a good part. I love that. <laughs> uh, since, since 85 features Devin the Dude and Corrupt, uh, what's the importance of 1985 for you? That uh, you know, we need to let them know that um, this music, hip hop, plays a big part in the weed industry, and the weed industry plays a big part in the hip hop industry. And we came into this shit together, mm. right along with the weed, Snoop Dogg, with you know, with with, with, the, with the weed, smoking the weed, uh, Cypress Hill. Uh, you know, the endless groups and rap artists and recording artists uh, that that have hip, you know, hip hop backgrounds have um, exploited marijuana in their content. 
So I mean, I mean for years, way before you know it was legal. Way, you know, like, like I mean, you know, there's a picture on me with, 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 on for, on the cover of 4080 magazine with a big ass bud of weed in my mouth with a hat with a big weed leaf on it back in '92 or '93. And this is when weed was completely illegal. You know what I'm saying? Like to where you know you get caught with a with a, with two 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 twenty sacks back in the day. That's how we get it. And you get caught with with some weed that you're smoking on. They can they can arrest you for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. And you know I kept my police scanner, a little police scanner on me and shit. <laughs> I ride around with my top down with the police scanner, listening for the popos to ride up on me and shit. You know? But um. <laughs> It was it it, it plays, plays a big part, man. And we had to let them know, like I've been doing this shit since '85. Like right. I've been smoking weed since I was like 15. Like you know, regardless of what what's going on now with the cannabis industry and all of that shit and everything, like you know, we've been repping this shit from from day one. Like you know, um, you got um, where's Khalif? Um, corrupt. Um, you know. The numerous artists that have their own strains. Even Mike Tyson got his own strain, you know. Right. So I mean, you know, we we working on that as I'm working on that as as Spice One uh right now too. So I mean, you know, uh it's really profitable as as far as is um us getting into it. So I mean if it plays that's what that song was letting everybody know, like, yeah, if basically if I make a weed stream, my shit is gonna be fire because I've been smoking this shit since eighty five. <laughs> uh you end the album with uh thug life outlaws uh why 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 leave us with this particular track uh i mean what's what's kind of the importance for the the overall the album um basically saying that you know like thug life is what it is you know we're gonna be here for life um and we got you know riders all over the world and you could never be as big as Thug Life, you know. Mm. Saying you bigger than Thug Life is almost saying you bigger than the ocean, homie. Because we everywhere. Right. You know, I mean, I'm talking about overseas, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, and I, and I, I know this because I've been been there. And it's, and it's Thug Life. So whether, no matter what language they say it in, it's Thug Life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we all be here forever. You know, we're going to go down in history as... It, uh, the name is immortalized, you know. Um, so with all that said, stop trying to diss us, you motherfucker. Right. But we smash on you, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We too deep. We Wu Tang Clan fuck with Thug Life. Right. Vice One is the only, the only, the only West Coast rap artist on Wu Tang's greatest hit. Like Wu Tang fuck with 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 us. You know, we we deep. Mm-hmm. And we ride, we rock, you know what I'm saying? We rock together, we all get money together, we do shows together and have fun and, and drink Hennessy and smoke bud and kick it. We've been doing this for 30 years, all of us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and, 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 and we got youngsters and nephews that rock with us now. And they got fans, and they got fans and homies and fans. And it's thug life, it's outlaws, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just let them know, you know, just just, just pushing the, the line and and and, uh, and carrying on the legacy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, rocking, you know, rocking for real. When you started rhyming and you know doing rhymes in high school and then dropped in '92, did you ever envision that 
well, hip hop would be this big, but also that you would be still doing this, you know, 30 years later? Man, I didn't know how I was good. even going to live past 25, shit. Um, let alone, you know, thinking that it would get this far and they, that they would, um, you know, how they look at Tupac like basically Malcolm X or something and, and you know, I could dig that. That's, I'm digging that. That's that's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, from us being pioneers in this industry, as far as gangster rap goes, um, you know, man, uh, that's 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 the most beautiful thing. You know, um, they, you know, they like they say they they call it gangster rap. And, and you know, they want to label us gangsters. We're going to make everybody want to be a motherfucking gangster then. So, <laughs> there it is. Thug life shit. Uh, new album is Platinum OG. He's Spice One. Uh, uh, Spice One, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk about the album and your music. The album's incredible. Uh, so, and, and obviously all your, your, your body of work speaks for itself. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Hell yeah, man. Thanks. And, um, you know, um, and a shout out to all my uh, homies and my artists at uh, Thug World Music Group. Uh, send a shout out to Elder Entertainment. Um, you know, man, shout out to, to uh, K9, Q Barcelini, all my guys on Thug World, Mr. Black. Um, you know, everybody out there, G Battles, you know, my whole um, entourage, my guys, Thug World, we're going to keep pushing the line. Shout out to the Outlaws. Um, all the Wu Chain Clan, Method Man, Resident, uh, Method Man, Red Man. Last time I seen him in, uh, in the airport, and I'm out of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>